everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island, Island Edition. <laughs> My name is Aruba Brenny. <laughs> I'm I'm still dreary New York Sarah. <laughs> um, and today we're talking about Love Island All-Stars episodes 10, 11, and 12, also known as week two, part two. Yes, sir. Uh, do you notice any color? Have I gotten any darker? No. Yeah, that's fair, because I'm on some pretty gnarly antibiotics, and it's messing with my skin, so I'm trying to stay out of the sun, unfortunately. But I am on Aruba. I'm in Aruba. You're on um, Aruba? Inject yeah. Inject that shit straight into your veins. Bro, I'm on... Oh, man, I'm high on Aruba, dude. Um, this week was kind of spicy, though, wasn't it? Yeah, remember... I think our week one, part one, I said I would reserve my judgment until the end of week two to say whether this season is going to be kind of like something, whether it's going to be good or not. And it's the end of week two, and I would say it's feeling very much like Love Island for me now. Yeah, there's still like issues that I have, mm-hmm. uh, specifically sure. with, I think there is a misalignment of expectations between like, I think the boys and the girls, unfortunately, but, um, and that's still kind of hard to, to, to deal with as a viewer, but there's all the drama that we want, all the drama that we need. (laughs) I guess so. What do you think the boys' expectations are versus the girls? I think the boys' expectation are, hey, is Love Island, we, we look for all of these different uh connections on live island to see who we're most compatible with and then we but we're still open until we say we're not and the girls are like no we dated for three years no we dated for six months this is real feelings here right and it's fucked up when you don't acknowledge that and i don't know who's right or wrong i think they're both wrong in their own ways (laughs) (laughs) which would make them also both right in their own ways right Mm. Oh, everybody's nah. just wrong. <laughs> I, I think it's really rude for the guys to be like not acknowledge that there's real feelings because you dated these people, and I also think it's oh, crazy totally. that I also think it's crazy that the girls are like, "Yes, let's rekindle this actual relationship on a dating show designed for us to feel bad about our situations." So I don't know. All right, well, a, let's... a bit of a sticky one still. A bit. Before we get into it, you want to plug the things. Uh, what things like, uh, what things would I plug Sarah? There's the Instagram. What is that? Violent pod. Okay. And what else is there? There's rating and reviewing us five stars, wherever you Uh, listen, saying nice things. And perhaps what else is there? We got a really cute review from somebody who called themselves an orphan of my pod on paper. Uh, ah. and they said that they were glad to be adopted by us or something. I thought uh, that was Infi baby. <laughs> also, I didn't – I remember when we first started this podcast, I think my pot on paper had just gone, like, uh, behind, like, a paywall. I had never listened to them. I don't know, like, anything about them, but we had heard that they went behind a paywall, and I don't know – if she's still going behind a paywall or if it's completely done. I don't know. But we will take all you little orphan babies. Yeah. And perhaps what else should I plug, Sarah? 
think that might be it. No, Sarah, <laughs> do the bit with well, me. Well, if you know what it is, then you say it. Okay, it's our <laughs> patreon.com slash notfriendshipislandpod, where each week you get a new episode of an old season uh, for just $5 a month. Currently, we are uh, about uh, third, fourth, fifth, third, halfway we're through. In this, we're in the Se- second week of... <laughs> Of Series 7. <laughs> so we're about a fourth of the way through th- Series 7. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, and like I said, it's a new season, uh, or, or a new episode uh, every week of an old season. Also, with your Patreon, you get exclusive benefits in our Discord, which you do not have to be a member to join. However, if you are a member, you get exclusive Discords, like maybe access to a finale watch party with us, maybe, perhaps. Woo! We used and to maybe... be on Instagram, but now it's more elite. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you can talk to us instead of just like watching us, um, which is weird. Don't watch us. Uh, no, actually, do. I'm sorry. Um, mixed messages. I know. Tell me about it. Can't have it both <laughs> ways, babes. Uh, Let's get into the Oops. episodes. Yeah, no, I think we should talk about Love Island All Stars. So let that get is our job. On episode ten, we open back at the fire pit after Mitch's answer, saying uh, Toby is the most loyal and Arabella is the least loyal. Uh, that's where we open. That has already happened, but. Everyone is kind of questioning Mitch as to why he didn't pick the person he's coupled with. Uh, He says that Toby is his boy. He has never been disloyal to him as a friend. As a friend. And I really like, I really like Kaz because she's like, she, Kaz is so good at asking the questions that just completely (laughs) shut down your bullshit. She's like, oh, that's weird though, because the question said in a relationship, not as a friend. Right. So right. I don't know why. And he's like, well, I picked him because this, and her point is like, why didn't you think of her, your partner? You didn't even think of it. Because he doesn't think about Liberty. He doesn't think right. about her. Mm-hmm. That's the easy answer. <laughs> After the game, Josh talks to Tyler about how when he kissed Molly in the game, she did not kiss him back properly, but she did when Toby kissed her. And yeah, when Josh kissed Molly in the game, she less kissed him back, more kind of cringed until it was over. Um, Which I get. Hey, I'm right there with you. (laughs) He says that it kind of like turned him off of her. And now he's like considering Georgia Harrison again, which is like, no, you're not. Like, that's just the only other option you can think of. Um, And he says, like, oh, maybe I was pushing Georgia Harrison away to preserve the friendship. I could start talking to her again. Like, ridiculous thoughts, if you ask me. Yeah, it just seems kind of like it reminded me of – I know I got season seven on the mind because we're watching it on Patreon. But it reminded Mm -hmm. me of the way that Toby was talking about Kaz uh, before he, like, dove in. Right. Where it's just very much like, well, this is what I have to do now. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, Toby chats with Molly and says that she is the only person he would really want to get to know. Uh, Molly says that when they first chatted about it, she kind of shut it down because she wouldn't want to do that to Georgia. 
And Molly says that she is a slow burner. If things seem too intense, she kind of panics. She backs up. And Toby says that he kind of likes her and that she actually makes him a bit nervous. Everyone loves to feel nervous in this villa. I know. Or pretend that they don't feel nervous. Right. Yes. Um, also, quick question in the beginning of the episode before we even get to any of it. Is Chris a villain for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. so. I'm, I'm not defending him at all. I just feel like um, I understand why he did what he did. I'm not saying oh. it's right or wrong. You know, I empathize with it, but I think he, he fucked up for sure. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Anyways, we'll get there later. I don't know why I thought of that just now. I guess because yeah, we'll I just it. watched the most recent episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Callum and Georgia Steele chat about how nice it would be to share a bed and have a cuddle. She says she is scared mm-hmm. a little because he ticks a lot of her boxes. And they say that the kiss in the game was nice. And then they have another, which is their first kiss outside of the game, I believe. We see uh, Hannah and Tyler go chat on the terrace. They talk about how fun the game was. They both say that they enjoyed the kisses. Hannah says that he is the only boy that she has, like, kind of gotten past that, like, uh, that image in her head of them just being all, like, little brother vibes. And Hannah says that she wants to keep getting to know him and that she likes his chilled vibe. Tyler agrees. And here's the thing. They have a kiss here. And, uh... It's like they have a hug and then they come out of the hug and it becomes a kiss. And Hannah, and I don't think Hannah's doing anything wrong in saying this. It, whatever, maybe it's her perspective of it. She tells everyone that like Tyler stuck it on her and it was like really surprising. But I, when I first watched it, I thought she kissed him out of the hug. And I was yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> there was definitely some uh, non sequential editing, I think, as to back up her story because it was like kind of like a hard cut into them kissing after a hug really yeah it was like right out of the hug i know but there's like a weird cut there uh, and that's why i think they they're like let's leave some room for ambiguity because they're saying (laughs) different things yeah they love room for ambiguity (laughs) But how did you see it? Did you see it like she kissed him or he could not that it, it doesn't really become like a thing. I'm just curious because I didn't see it the way she says it. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like they were kissing. And I don't I don't <laughs> I'm not interested in that distinction ever. I think that's a stupid <laughs> distinction because. Ooh, you are um, not going to like season four. <laughs> oh, no. I, it's like you guys are kissing. And if right. you are both willing participants it literally does not matter who initiated in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't think like it matters. And I don't think they think it matters either. I was just surprised mm-hmm. at the way um, she described it because I didn't think it looked that way. But it does not matter. Uh, we see Tyler and Toby chat. They talk about the game and about Toby kissing Molly. Toby says that he is all guns blazing for Molly. And he has to go for it now because he's kind of burned that bridge with Georgia Steele. And Tyler talks about Kaz a little, how he needs to have another conversation with her. Toby says that Kaz was a little hard to read um, when they all saw Tyler take Hannah to the terrace. Toby was like, I don't really know how she felt. She was like kind of like straight faced. And Toby states that things get messy when you are open, but in a couple with your ex, which is obviously fucking true, which is like 
maybe stop coming in and choosing your ex. It's still going to be a little messy because you're in there with your ex. But if you're not sharing a bed with her, you could maybe avoid a tiny bit of awkwardness. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no, I think it's (laughs) – I still – I hold firm the belief that they are made to choose their exes. And I know – I know the ethos of our show is that we don't like looking at, like, behind the curtain. And we just – we like to talk about things from face value, but it's right. hard for me to it's hard for me to do that when all of the data points to you have to choose your ex so far. Right, I get that. I'll still not peek behind the curtain. Okay, I will. I will keep my curtain peeks to myself then. Uh, no, you can. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, Tyler tells Toby that he can. There's just a bunch of guys in in, in black turtlenecks back here. That's so weird. Cute. Are they cute? That's a a reference. All all you theater girlies listening will understand that. I think anybody would understand it. It's not fair. (laughs) I think anybody could get that. I'm not a theater girly and I get it. They're just stagehands back there, no? Yes. And uh, Tyler tells Toby about the kiss with Hannah, and Toby tells him that he needs to talk to Kaz and tell her right now. Move, 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 go, 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 before somebody else finds out and says something. Before I tell her, because I'm going to fucking tell her, is what he was saying. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Tyler asks Kaz about the game. She says it was fun. Tyler says that after the game, he chatted to Hannah to get to know her a little bit, and they got closer. And then they had a kiss or whatever. It's one of those classic or whatevers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he says his first thought was to tell her, which is like a little white lie. Who cares? His first thought was to tell Toby. Yeah, I was going to say, you told someone else before that. So that was not either. It was your first thought. And you're like, no, no, no. We don't have to listen to first thought. Mm -hmm. Or you're lying about that. Right. Because, I mean, to be fair, we see it as Toby prompted him to go tell Mm -hmm. Kaz. And I hate to think. That Toby is the one pulling a string here, but uh, she thanks him and says that she thinks he deserves to meet somebody. And Tyler's like, I don't know, maybe we will get back together. Who knows? We can have a conversation about it. And Kaz is like, eh, I don't really think we need to have that conversation, actually. Just remember, yeah. that. I mean, put a, put a pin in that if you actually would. Now that I think sure. about it. And while you're putting a pin in that, refer to what I said at the beginning of the episode. Where expectations are misaligned. I think this is (laughs) the perfect example. Because rightfully so, in a bubble, I guess, Kaz is like, you're my ex. You say you want to get back together with me, but you're kissing someone else, like, literally in front of me. That's not how relationships work. Right. Which is true in the real world, but you are on Love Island. So, you know, Mm -hmm. tough. It's a tough situation. We see uh, Kaz chat with Molly and Liberty after that, and she tells them about the chat and the kiss that Tyler had with Hannah. And Kaz is like, that goddamned terrorist. She is now, like, taking up a feud with the Mm -hmm. terrorist and all of the things that seem to happen on it for her. And Liberty insists on going to have a chat with Tyler. And this is so... I don't know why she keeps doing this. I hated this. It's a bit much, if you ask me. I hated this. Yeah, it's unnecessary. And I get that, like, they are trying to play. Well, I mean, Liberty more than anything. I feel like, listen, I love Liberty. She should never 
have gone on All Stars. She should agree. She would have kept her pristine image uh, just from games, just from her season in games. Yeah, you did post something pretty provocative <laughs> on the on the story. I wasn't proud of it, but like I could not not make the compare. We've talked about the comparison, Liberty mm-hmm. to KK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully now she's out of it after episode 12. Maybe it won't get I'm like you know, on my hands and knees praying that it doesn't get as far as it was with KK. And I don't think it will at this point after episode 12. But right. it's impossible to not draw the line after uh, just Everything. how her time has gone on mm-hmm. All Stars. For sure. It's just it's just sad. And I think also, you know, her being on games, uh, you know, she saw the Sally and Justine storyline. And obviously they brought in her and Kaz to do something similar on All Stars. And I just think she's missing the mark a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Because this whole conversation, it was just a repeat of the first conversation that she had, where it's like, mm-hmm. come with, come with, come to Kaz with energy, or don't come at all. Um, but like the thing, the thing why this conversation was unne- unnecessary because the first time they had this conversation, he was like, "I'm not going to do that." Right was he basically said, his response. Correct. He was like. Well, I don't even know if that's where my head is going to go. I don't know what direction I'm going in. So I don't really even know if I'm going to be putting energy into Kaz because they hadn't Mm -hmm. even talked yet at that point. But he was he was very honest about like the listen, I don't even know if that's a if that's a conversation to be had. (laughs) And then, yeah. So when she repeats it, it's like, did you were you even present in that conversation? Because he basically said, no, I'm not going to do that the first time. So I don't know. Yeah. And Liberty is like, you know, you need to give Kaz the respect she deserves, which in Tyler's defense, because like, sure, he kissed somebody else. But I mean, he did tell her right away. He didn't he didn't kind of play her out the way Lewis did. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? With like pretending he was interested and like then kissing somebody else and like not saying anything. It was not the first thing he did, but to his credit, the second thing he did to tell her. Um, and he tells Liberty that he is still getting to know everyone. It was a heat of the moment thing. And again, she tells him to come with energy for Kaz or don't chat to her at all. Which is like, I guess kind of fair. Kind, yeah, it's, it's a kind of fair point, but one, not your call to make. And two, like, again, he, he, it's an ultimatum that's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Cass is within her right to be like, this has turned me off of you completely. And Absolutely. where he went wrong, where he went wrong was like in that conversation with Kaz, he was like, but maybe we can still talk. Like, obviously right. that's not going to happen. Agreed. And uh, she but also sh- said Go on. she, and she also said that she didn't really have an interest after him saying he kissed somebody else, which is also again, 100% in her right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't think Liberty needs to be getting involved like this. I think she looks silly again. And I feel bad because she keeps making herself look silly. Like she just didn't need to have this conversation. Kaz and Tyler are having the conversations themselves. If it would be one thing if like I don't know, this was like there was too much tension between Tyler and Kaz and they were like 
not speaking to each other and having the conversations themselves. And mm-hmm. Liberty was like, listen, I'm going to take it upon myself. Kaz isn't comfortable having this conversation. This is how she feels. But like they're talking. So it's like unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So next we see Toby and Callum chat and they talk about the tension between the two of them. Toby says that he had needed to cool down after their kind of argument in the kitchen the other day. Callum says he felt as though Toby and Georgia were already completely done, which is why he had said to her uh, the whole thing about Toby saying like, oh, we could have done this on the outside um, uh, or else he would not have done it because it was not his intention to like push Toby out of the picture. He thought he was already out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And Toby says his temper never really gets raised. I don't know. I think I don't that, agree. <laughs> I think he- the Toby in Toby's head and the Toby in reality are two very different things. Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably the case as well. Do you know what I actually really like about this season? What's that? I think everyone, the, the boys especially, um, are really good at just like not entertaining the other boys' bullshit. And they're all flawed except for one very special man who is flawed in like a, a way that is harmless and kind of charming. Oh, you're talking about Anton. Of course. Of course I'm talking about Anton. But, like, everyone, <laughs> like, when Mitch is acting up, when when uh, Toby was acting up, all the guys are like, all right, bud, come on, chill. Like, right. you look silly. Which I appreciate because that's, like, a novel thing on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Some exciting changes in the way the boys are interacting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Not you very based, notice- but that's fine. <laughs> Did you notice our uh, frenemy of the show uh, in our Instagram DMs? You guys share. You guys share an opinion, which has never Who, happened. Who's our frenemy? Uh, Isaac. Is it Isaac? Oh, no, I, I haven't. I haven't looked at DMs at all since I've been here. So frenemy of the show. He loves to come at Brendan for all of his opinions. It's honestly <laughs> so funny to me. Uh but you guys share an opinion because we were talking about Anton uh-huh. and uh, I was like, yeah, I really love Anton this season. He's really doing it for me. I was like, I was cringed out by him on his season, but Brendan loved him. And he was like, Anton was not cringy on his season. He was so funny with this, this, and this. And I was like, see you and Brendan share an opinion. And then he did not respond. <laughs> and, and then he unfollowed us. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, it always makes me laugh. Um, Toby says that it was not his intention to ever hurt Georgia, and that was his concern because when she came to him and said, Callum told me you said this, she seemed hurt. And he did not want to come across like he was saying things specifically to hurt uh, a girl. And they squashed the beef. And then it's bedtime. Hannah tells Kaz about the kiss on the terrace and how it felt like it came out of nowhere. Kaz says the way that Tyler described it was different. And I said, is it? I don't know. Um, And she says that she cannot be fucked. And I said, that's fine. I think that's totally for the best, Kaz. Hey, then don't be fucked. Right. The only problem is no one likes, no one like likes Kaz on the show. Yeah. None of the guys at least, you know what I mean? They brought Kaz in to be the BFF to Liberty's main character, which is also not panning out the problem is no one likes liberty either on this show i know 
And, and on all to, three seasons she's been in, nobody wants to be with her. I have to assume that they thought that she would maybe be a bigger character than she was after games because everyone loved her on games. So maybe they thought like, oh, you know, if these people really do care about like uh, the audience view, they'll want a couple like Liberty will be a hot commodity because they know that the audience loves her. Right. But mm, that's not the way it's playing out, <sighs> which is what it is. What can you do? I don't have a lot of feelings on if that's justified or not, because I think Liberty for all of her good and bad choices is being genuine to who she is. Right. I think the reason I am so enamored with Liberty is because I see things that on the outside would work. But on the inside, it just kind of makes for like, uh, damn, comfy. <laughs> yeah, damn, you're taking up a spot in this villa type of vibe. Uh-huh. <laughs> but whatever, I'd still kiss her on the mouth. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully not with her wearing the red lipstick. I can't. Just find a transfer-proof red lip. Anyways, uh, Kaz and Chris are wearing matching bonnets to bed, which was kind of cute. And Arabella and Chris are the only ones this night that have, like, a nice cuddle. Everyone else is, like, not in the best coupling situation, it seems like. Mm-mm. It's so weird how fast that changes. Because I, yeah. I felt like last week everyone was, like, kind of okay. Yep. Weird. I agree. In the morning, in the debriefs, Georgia Steele talks about having her first kiss with Callum. She says it was a really good kiss. She says that there were some sparks. Maybe put a pin in that. I don't blah, know. Blah, blah, blah. If you feel like, you know, making a thing of it, put a pin in it. And she says that she feels very comfortable and calm with him, which she normally does not feel so quickly. Georgia Harrison talks about what a catch Anton is and how he is everything she should want. Uh, but she isn't quite there. And Told you. Called it. Yeah. Did I disagree? I don't remember. No. I'm just. I'm just. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm just feeling it that I, that I called it. It's so frustrating to watch like Anton and Liberty both like not be appreciated enough by their people because like. They want it so badly and then not give each other a chance. Mm-hmm. Who I feel like would be so willing to like give each other what they want. But I also think at this point they're like just in a friend. Like I don't know that they could look at each other as more than friends just from like what we see of them around the villa now. I know, especially like, was that episode 11? I don't know, was it 10 or 11? But, um, it's literally like the three of them laying on the day beds and like uh Kaz it's is like laying on his one. Yeah, laying on his chest, like stroking his face. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if there was ever a chance for any of them to look at each other romantically, it's completely squashed now if they're doing this in a friendship couple. You know, or not even right. a friendship couple, but as friends. What a hot thruple though the three of them would make. Are you kidding? Mm. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, and while Georgia Harrison is having this chat, having these doubts, talking through it, Anton is like, everything is so great and so perfect with Georgia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Molly says that Josh seems a bit too wild for her, and she and he isn't the type that she normally goes for. But she says Toby is still somebody that she is drawn to. We see Arabella ask Mitch how things are going with Liberty. 
and if he is going to stop cracking on to girls who walk through the door. And he literally says, I'm not actually. And he says he has tried to make it so clear, but he don't, he doesn't know if Liberty really understands how truly open he is. And I hate, I hate to agree with the mess himself, mess personified, but mm-hmm. it is true that he has said it a lot. I am open and Liberty does not seem to understand still, which does make me wonder because I do not think Liberty is a stupid person. So I do wonder like what else he is telling her that we don't see. I don't think she's stupid, but I do think she's like blinded by love all the time. It's kind of her whole deal. Yeah, I know. But I feel like I just I need to believe in my heart that he is some saying something else that draws her back in because everything we see him saying for the most part is things that would push any normal person away. Yeah. But she has abandonment issues. It does seem as though she does. So if anything, it's like making her more desperate. God, it just doesn't it just break your heart? Truly. We see some more chats between Hannah and Tyler and other people talking about the kiss. Hannah says that she thinks Tyler is really lovely, but she didn't see the kiss coming. Tyler says that Kaz's words were saying one thing and her body language was saying another in regards to when he told her about the kiss with Hannah, which I think is also fair. Um, I think she was like really quick to be like, it's fine. I'm not interested in talking to you anymore. And like, that's we're chill, but her body was like very like rigid and like, she seemed surprised. Definitely a bit of whiplash. Yeah, for sure. because as for as much as he's like, yeah, I'm chill. I want to get to know everybody. He still has been saying to her that maybe there's a chance that they can rekindle. And doesn't seem no. to understand that, like, kissing someone would completely destroy that. Right. Yeah. Those chats definitely feel very pushed to me. They're like, I feel like no matter what X comes in, they're going to be like, you need to have the conversations about your relationship, even if. It has been off for years. Right. The way it kind of seems like Tyler and Kaz's have been. Like, it seems like it's been off for, like, two years. But they never got the closure, so that's content. You know what I mean? Closure is content on this show. (laughs) Um, We see some of the boys chatting about how off it Mitch is with Liberty. And most of them think that he was never even into her to begin with. And then we see our two new bombs arrive. We have Tom, who is 25, uh, or I'm sorry, he's 24 from season nine. And Sophie, who is 25 from season six. Holy shit. Can't, you know, Tom, what were your first impressions about Sophie? Uh, She's very pretty. Yeah, she's beautiful. Uh, She seems fun. Mm -hmm. She is attracted to what I would say the red flag men. Was yeah. it Josh? I always forget his name. Fucking Josh. Josh. Zach. Yeah. Josh. He's, he's a red flag. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, I I think I like her so far. Josh is actually growing on me. Really? <laughs> I like him a little bit more. He is. He's just kind of fun. I feel like the season one people have that like 
benefit of like having been so far removed from the show mm-hmm. that like like Josh and Hannah truly feel like they're here for a good time because like you know they didn't get like social media careers from this show mm-hmm. like they, also they got like a certain amount of followers but it's not like like Love Island is like Toby's job right hustling yeah, yeah, yeah. for Love Island alum to date that's Georgia Steele and Toby's job. That's their hustle. <laughs> Don't I know it? And also, like, season one, wasn't it, like, it was, like, a debaucherous, like, affair. It wasn't, like, a serious yeah. dating show where you find love in your partner. It's like, I'm going to get alcohol poisoning and fuck on television. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, Hannah got engaged. So we can't say it's wholly unserious in terms of, like, the relationship side of it. I mean, well, Lewis, to be balanced, she is not engaged anymore. Sure, 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 sure. But I mean, also, you know, Lewis ended up with somebody who he had a baby with, too. So, I mean, there was a certain there was a there was a balance, though, uh, for sure. That was definitely leaning more in the debaucherous party side. And the relationships mm-hmm. were an afterthought, but some of them did still kind of happen and felt organic to some extent. Okay. But again, I'm a believer in love, so I can't not look at it that way. You know what I mean? Amen, sister. <laughs> we see our two new bombs uh, enter the backyard. They greet everyone. Um, Tom does not have anyone from his season, which is kind of crazy because most people have walked in with at least one other person from their season like being there to to see. Which is so crazy because, of, of course, they do this thing that apparently Georgia Steele and Tom have history and the way they were talking, very vaguely, I was like, was she on his season and I just don't remember her? No, Georgia. Like, we just we just had this whole thing about Toby doing this. We're like, my God, does he date everyone from these shows? But it's Georgia Steele now, too, because, like, she's got to have, like, have had a fling with at least one person from every season at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sophie has... Callum so Sophie and Callum were both OGs on season six so they know each other Uh, Molly is also obviously from that season but Sophie never met her Um, so they I don't they don't seem to know each other at least as well and Georgia Steele says it's nice to see a familiar face in Tom and that she says in her talking head that her love island journey is just starting now for real and I was like Uh, this girl is fucking so crazy dude like the second she sees someone that she's met before it's like butterflies all like it's like tunnel vision like heart playing in her head just because she knows him from the outside yeah it's so crazy she's kind of got a like a hard on for this whole like will we come back to each other in the end we had history like Mm -hmm. type of like that's the storyline it feels like she's looking for yeah, um, and she's been putting in the work. I bet the producers were like, hey, in three years, we're going to do a Love Island All-Stars. So <laughs> here's a call sheet of everyone who has ever been Love on, on Love Island's phone number. Start working your way down the list. Yeah, yeah, honestly. We see uh, the boys sit with Sophie. She asks who is loved up at the moment. Josh said that, says that everyone is still very open. Sophie says that she has no history with anyone at the moment. Um 
which Jordan is feels like embarrassing. <laughs> Toby is also like embarrassing. Um, and Mitch says that he has made it very clear that he is open. We know. And we see Tom sitting with the girls. Georgia Harrison says off the rip to get everything out in the open. And he says that he has had some history with some of the girls, um, i.e. Georgia Steele and Arabella as well. And Tom says that he is open to chat to everyone and he is looking for something serious. Uh, So now Sophie and Tom kind of swap. So Tom goes to sit with the boys and he tells them that he has some history with Arabella and that him and Georgia Steele were seeing each other for a while. Anton says that everyone is open and there are some people progressing, but nothing too serious. Um, Tom asks what everyone thinks of Sophie Anton says that, you know, she seems really nice. And everyone says she is obviously not bad to look at. And we see Sophie chat with the girls. Um, Arabella says that she is with Chris. And Liberty says that Tom is physically her type. And she will have a chat with him. (laughs) She won't. (laughs) Does it matter? (laughs) Even saying it now, I'm like, what a ridiculous notion. Uh, We see Georgia Steele chat with Hannah next. And she says that she is baffled because she just got to a really nice place with Callum and now Tom has come in and her head is a bit spun Hannah tells her to explore it because she is still open and Georgia says that she had stopped seeing Tom because she was seeing Toby um messy I I guess gives us a little bit of a timeline maybe because I mean it didn't seem like Georgia and Toby had been dating before games so was she seeing Tom leading up to games and then she started seeing Toby after they left together? I don't know. I, that's kind of what it seems like, but I have. I also thought no they idea. weren't dating. Who? Toby and Georgia. Maybe she means because she was going on dates. Mm. You know, true. I don't think that they were seriously dating. It doesn't seem like they were. We see Hannah chat with Tyler next. They talk about the kiss on the terrace. Hannah says that it was very unexpected. She says that it's good that he came in with the big dick energy and that he just went for it. And they talk about chatting to each other and seeing where it goes. I don't know if I really buy that Tyler is interested in Hannah. I guess I could be wrong. But it just I don't get that impression. It's almost like he's really good at going into a villa and finding the one person that nobody else wants to date. It's kind of like that's his whole M.O. Yeah, but if he was going to do that, it seems like it would be in his best interest to try and graph for Kaz because we know that the audience loves the whole, uh, you know, coming back to each other after all this time and reigniting and like. Yeah, but I don't think he's, like, a soulless monster, and I don't think he has any interest in actually rekindling that, and I don't think he would be like, well, I'm going to lead her on just for the show. Well, that's good. I'm – that's good that you have that impression of him. I think I agree, but – Next, Tom gets a text. Both Tom and Sophie get the same text, and they're doing the dinner dates where they choose one person to – for their their starter, their main, and their dessert, which I always like these dates. I think that they're interesting. I think they make for good TV for sure. I think they do too. It's a good format. Um, So Tom chooses Arabella for his starter, Molly for main, and Georgia Steele for dessert. 
And Sophie chooses Chris for starter, Toby for main, and Josh for dessert. And then it is nighttime. We see all of our daters down in the kitchen for a cheers. Uh, Sophie and Tom chat while they wait for their dates to start. We see Arabella and Chris are cooking starters. Um, both of their starters look pretty good. I was confused about what I think what I thought Arabella. Were there figs on her plate? Were those big? Yeah, it's just figs? kind of like a cheese plate. Vibe. Yeah, the figs looked big, though. Those looked like big figs. No, big figs, dude. Big figs. Uh, so let's talk about Arabella and Tom first. Uh, okay. they, they talk about how they already get on and they had a situation over the summer. She asks if he thinks there is anything romantic between them. Uh, they both kind of say it never really started or stopped. They just had kind of a short situation and Arabella says it's early days, but she is in a good place with Chris so far, but she says she isn't putting all of her eggs in one basket and they haven't had like a super serious chat yet about I like guess. where they're going. I guess put a pin in it. I guess. Well, I don't know. I just want to put a pin in the fact that she said that she's open. Oh, yeah. I mean, they both are. Is that up for debate? I think it might be. I mean, the the issue very quickly devolves past that, so it almost doesn't matter. But yeah, I think it's much more than that. But I I do. You know what? I think it is worth putting a pin in it. Because we're going to get way too into it later anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom says that he is a relationship person and he is ready for something serious. And Arabella says that she does fancy him. For Chris and Sophie's date, Chris made some, apparently some very, very garlicky prawns. Um, Sophie says that she is the youngest in her family when Chris kind of asks her like about like her siblings and everything. Chris creepily asks if she likes an older man who has the brains of a much younger man. I'm sorry. I'm just so not charmed by him any longer. That's how I would describe a pedophile. Oh, what? I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying. That's how you would describe a pedophile? Like if someone, if I had to see someone ask that, if I had to like picture the woman or the, the girl that, a man is asking that question to it's like a teenager Mm. do you want to um hear something kind of creepy i would love to (laughs) so i'm in this uh facebook group for the soccer league that we watch you know because i always love Mm -hmm. the tea on what's going on and you never get more tea than when you're in a facebook group and somebody who is in this same Facebook group messaged me and he was like, Hey, you like soccer? And I was like, yeah, I've seen you in the same group. And I was, I was bored at work. So that's the literally the only reason I was replying to this person. And he just messaged me and he said, you look very young. And I was like, first of all, if you think I look very young, why are you messaging me? And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm 33 years old. And he was like, no shot. And I said, yes, I am. And then he stopped messaging. (laughs) I don't love that. I asked him, like, what his team is, like, and he stopped messaging. (laughs) Jeepers creepers. Uh, Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to this date. Uh, 
she asks him about him and Arabella and he says that it's going really well, but they are both still open and very like realistic and down to earth with each other about being open. And Chris says that he is very confused by the vibe between him and Sophie, but he says that he likes it and he does want to chat again in the future. And she says that, you know, she wants to as well. What do you think about these two together? Um, Collectively. <laughs> wait, what two? I'm sorry. Chris and Sophie. Oh, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. Very- I think I think it's very forced. I think Sophie is a good date. And I think Chris is a very good date for someone who, like, gets it. And I don't think she gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems very obvious that this is a girl <clears throat> that he's had a crush on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, like, that's kind of, like, leading his mind to me. For sure. Um, while these dates are ending, we see Kaz, Liberty, and Anton cuddle up on a daybed, uh, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, Liberty is saying that she may sleep on the daybed, and Anton says he does not get good vibes from Mitch, and that he talks too much about clout and social media followings. And Anton says that Mitch will do whatever he has to do to stay. That's like the third time someone said that about him. So either they just have one thing that it's stuck with them or like he's still continuing to talk so much about it. I, yeah, I'm thinking the latter, but, um, and I also just think it's, I also just think it's funny that they haven't shown any of it. So it must be pretty transparent. You know what I mean? And it must also be like, you guys know, (laughs) you guys know Mm. he's doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to waste the time. You know what he's capable of. Uh, We see the mains start next. So we'll talk about Toby and Sophie first. Um, He has made some like dry ass pasta noodles. I don't know. With like dry meatballs. He said before that he was going to do like buttered noodles, which I love some buttered noodles every now and then. But there's like it doesn't even look like there's butter on them. There's just dry noodles. Yeah, he said he ran out of time. (laughs) <laughs> what took up so much time Boiling here's the thing about pasta? putting butter the thing about putting butter on noodles is that it literally takes no time right but he also made some there's some kind of meat on there so maybe he spent too much time on that i don't know i don't know either uh toby tells her that she looks beautiful and she says he has a good fashion sense he says that he is trying to find the one his wife and then he's done Right. I don't believe him. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Why would you believe him? Uh, they talk about a first date, like what their perfect first date would be. Toby talks about like going mini golfing and then bowling. And he's like, and if it's still going well, you get food from there. And we also find out that Toby does not know the meaning of the word synergy. He thinks it's like an explosion. And in his defense, he doesn't seem like a corporate girly. So I guess I'm not that surprised that he doesn't right. know. He also doesn't know the the meaning of the word clitoris, but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Why did he say something? Or are you just assuming? I'm just assuming. That's a totally safe assumption. I just want to make sure I didn't miss something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's girl parts, and I I, I only like boy parts. <laughs> I'm not some sort of girl pleaser. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, Molly and Tom 
chat next for their date. And Tom says that he had been hoping that she would be there. And she says she was in a shit show for a while being there with her ex. And she says that she has been getting to know Josh a bit, but she's just like more of a slow burner. So she likes someone who is calm and more reserved. Uh, And listen, Tom, you got to check for a pulse sometimes. So that seems like that might fit really well. I wouldn't call him reserved because I don't think there's anything to reserve. Right. He's I would empty. call him shell. empty, vapid <laughs> even. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, she asks how he feels about her being a bit older. And he says that she seems very cool and he likes that and that she seems more laid back. She says that she would like to get to know him, and he says that she is his type looks-wise, uh, but he also likes the way she interacts with others. That's a weird, vague statement. <laughs> I think it's just another way of him saying, you seem chilled, because they mm-hmm. just say that to each other back and forth for most of this date. Yeah. This date definitely seemed to have more natural chemistry than the one before it. Yeah, you think so? I think... Arabella was very on, you know what I mean? And I think it came off as maybe not necessarily, like, genuine. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, but... Well, not ungenuine, but I think the connection wasn't as, like, strong. Be careful of who you call disingenuous here. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Uh, Also, Tom has been putting in some work with his skin, it looks like. His skin looks Tom? great. Okay. I'm just saying, I, I remember him being like acne pocked to hell. Oh, really? Was he? Yeah. I actually don't remember that. I can't with Tom. They could not have brought somebody in with less of a fucking personality. Just wait till He's he so sings boring. Just the Way You Are by Bruno Mars. No, I'm good on that, actually. <laughs> Uh, so the mains end and we are on to the desserts. So let's start with Georgia Steele and Tom. Um, she has made some kind of like shared platters with ice cream and some fruit. Tom says that he has missed her little voice. Gross. It's a weird thing to say. Uh, They talk about spending time together on the outside and how it kind of fizzled out. And Tom says that he had wanted to keep hanging out and that it is nice to see her. Georgia asks if there is anything there between him and Arabella. Uh, Tom says he doesn't get this feeling from Arabella. Interesting. Uh (laughs) And he says that there is more chemistry here between them. Um, But I think... Anyone with Georgia S, like, I don't know why, but they just, like, seem to feel that. Um, And then she sits on his lap, which is awkward, considering the audience that they have. Yeah, it was a lot, for sure. In the middle of dinner, you just, like, walk around and sit on his lap. It's just a little weird. It was very intimate looking. It made me uncomfy, and I think it made everyone else uncomfy. Yeah, definitely Callum. <laughs> and then we have our final dessert, Josh and Sophie. Josh does some chocolate-covered strawberries, which they feed each other. 
Sophie asks his vibe with everyone. He says he isn't getting to know too many people, just Molly and Georgia Harrison, which he says may already be dead in the water. Uh, They talk about where they are from. Josh says he doesn't like living in cities or big, busy places. Same here. Um, And they seem like they have a really good vibe together. Like, they laugh together, like, really easily, it seems like. Out of all the dates, I feel like new connection-wise, which is, like, almost none of Tom's dates. But Mm -hmm. new connections-wise, I think I see the most of something here between these two. Yeah, I definitely agree. He he is he seems like the guy for better or for worse. Like I I he still kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, but like for everyone who's like, "No, I'm like really chilled." He's like he like actually is without having to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I don't know. I ju- he just seems like he is there for a good time and like if a relationship happens, it happens. And that's really more of what like season 1 I think kind of felt like whereas like now it's like you go there for a situation and if a good time happens it happens but it might not (laughs) right yeah 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 Uh, and he seems like he is still kind of riding that so that brings us into episode 11 we open back on the same night as the dinners but the dates are over chris asks tom who his favorite dates were and he says that you know the chats were all very different with the three of them he says he enjoyed seeing some old faces meeting a new one and that they were all good and Georgia asks, in her talking heads, is that there's a spark with Tom and that they did connect on the outside. We know. I know. You connected with everyone on the fucking outside. Your name is freaking Spectrum, the way you connect Whoa. everyone on the outside. Whoa. Bars? That's <laughs> kind of base. Is that based? <laughs> no, it's not based. No. <laughs> no I don't you wouldn't get, get based. <laughs> you wouldn't get it because you're a woman and that's based. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, uh, Tom sits with Tyler and Mitch, and Tom says that it was nice to see Arabella, and they had a very short fling. And Tyler says that watching, they had the worst body language of the three dates. Tom says that Molly is stunning, and the chat went well. And Tyler says that they could tell that there was a lot of chemistry and feelings between him and Georgia Steele. And Tom says that there was no best date, but he vibes with Molly and Georgia Steele the most. So Arabella seems out of the running for Tom at this point. Probably for the best. Yeah. And Sophie sits with Lib, Hannah, and Kaz, and she says that she was surprised by the date. She says that uh, with Chris, the food and the conversation was good, that he says he is still open. She says that she feels like they are on a similar vibe. I don't know if I think that's true, but whatever you say girl and she also says that toby surprised her the conversation he has good energy and that josh also surprised her i think it's safe to say she was surprised all around Mm -hmm. um and she says that she thinks the date with him was probably the best which then i was surprised because i thought maybe that was all in my head and hannah says that josh has definitely grown up a lot and Sophie, Sophie says that she uh, thinks that she likes him a bit. Chris chats with Arabella. They talk about their dates. Chris says that him and Sophie have met before, and he makes a point to tell her that he did have a crush on her, that he has had a crush on her. And Do you think that ha- was necessary? 
No, I don't think that was necessary. I don't think yeah. it was like the meanest thing he could say, but it was if <clears throat> the question is simply was that necessary? No, that was not necessary. Yeah, this seems to be like the the one thing, you know, like when you're upset with something and you need to find a justification for why. Um, So you end up kind of picking this like tangential thing that I guess you could justify being upset at, but not as upset as you are at. This seems to be like that for Arabella. Hmm. Does that make sense? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I see what you say. I don't know if I agree with it, but I do see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he tells her that both him and Sophie have agreed that they want to keep chatting. Arabella says, cool, just keep being open and honest with me. But she does seem a little bit bummed out uh, for sure. And Chris says that he had hoped that Tom would have blown her socks off more so that this conversation would be easier. And I said, that seems mean. Yeah, that seems, that like seems... the thing that would upset me. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Because that's basically being like, it would be a clean break. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hoped that you had also liked this other person more than I liked you. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and this is this is kind of where I feel like she's trying her best to be like, well, I did say I was open. But it seems like she was not as open as she had said she was. I mean... That might be, I don't know. That's like such a weird thing. Like some people say that in the villain. Like, I don't get that. Like, why bother? Like, I don't know. Like looking into it that much. Sure. You're open because a new connection could happen, but like, you don't need to measure your amount of openness. You know what I mean? Like her Mm -hmm. and Chris were open. That is obvious. They were not saying that they were closed off. They were open to new people that came in, but like, she doesn't need to be like, I wasn't open as I could have been because I didn't like give anyone else the time of day. You just didn't want to. It's like, and that's fine. It doesn't mean you weren't open to the next person who walked in. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Arabella says that she isn't looking for someone like Tom, and the the age is kind of a big thing, which is a, one of the reasons that she was really d- drawn towards Chris initially because he was older. He said he was really ready for something real and to settle down, and I guess she kind of believed that more because of the age. Um, Chris says that he feels like he shouldn't be kissing or being affectionate the way he was with Arabella since he has this interest in Sophie now, which she does not love to hear. And that would also very much bother me. Like, just break it off at that point. Because, like, the only thing you're doing now is being like, well, I want you around just in case. Like, the fact that you don't want to, like, be affectionate with Arabella anymore after the way you guys were because Sophie's Mm -hmm. here and you have, like, an interest – I just don't I don't buy that he's interested in Arabella anymore. Here yeah, I could I could see what he was trying to do, but he totally missed the mark. It's too I I understand it at some point too cuz like if he gets to that point with Sophie where they're both like like we both feel like there's something, let's explore that further than just like let's have another chat. It's your first night then I would kind of get it as well if everyone's on the same page. But, like, he's just had a dinner, like, with Sophie where they were like, yeah, we can chat. Yeah, it's definitely the cart before the horse situation. Yeah, that's how I feel. Which which could definitely be him being like, oh, finally, someone I'm actually interested in. Right. If um, I was Arabella, that's how I would read it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, me too. 
Um, we see Arabella chat with Josh next. Um, she says that she had not realized that Chris had had a crush on Sophie for like such a long time. She says it's not a nice feeling, but she does say that she appreciates the fact that he is being respectful and really open with her about like kind of where he's at. We see Callum and Georgia Steele chat next. He asks how the date was, and she says it was nice to reminisce. Georgia says she gives him a little bit of background on her, like, whatever short fling with Tom on the outside. He said that he had been DMing her. He had asked to take her out, and he drove from London to York to take her out, which is a five, which is nearly a five-hour drive. That's kind of crazy. How far would yeah. you drive for a first date? Mm. I don't know. Um, let's see. I'm dating someone who lives in another area, obviously, as part of it. Maybe like an hour. Yeah. At most. Yeah. And also for a first date, you meet halfway, right? Like, yeah, especially you if you're that far. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because what are you going to uh, do? Get a hotel? Uh, or are you, maybe. like, assuming that you're going to stay over? Or, like, that's kind of crazy. And I'm so confused also because she was, like, he drove from London to York with no phone. Why didn't he have a phone? Yeah, was this what 1984? If, what if he got in a car accident or something happened? You need to have why a does, phone on you. Yeah, why doesn't he, why does why doesn't he have a phone in general? Is I he don't like know. uh is he one of those weirdos that don't have phones? I'm sure he has one. He must have just like maybe it was broken at the time or god, he was just so excited for that date he left without it. I won't lie. I would I would want to be one of those weirdos with no phones. <laughs> god. There's no other way you communicate. One day you would just not have a phone anymore and I wouldn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> I would just get something from you in the mail. <laughs> yeah, a handwritten letter or a hand uh, on a typewriter. Yeah. Uh, and Callum is just kind of like, damn, that is dedication. The fact that he drove that far for a first date. Um, and Georgia says that she did miss Callum while she was on her date. They have a hug. He says that he missed her as well. It wasn't nice to see her on a date. They do not broach the subject of the sitting on the lap. Which is like what I would ask about. Mm -hmm. uh, and he tells her that there is no one else in there for him besides her. Interesting. And then we see uh, Liberty grab Mitch to chat. And Liberty says that someone said to her that Mitch is only in there for clout. And that he would fuck her over in a second. Why the fuck would she say that to him? What does she... Does she expect him to say... Anything oh, you got me. Besides, right. Oh, you caught me. And I would have gotten a wave with it, too, if it wasn't for that wily Anton. Like, why? Why bring this up? She's kind of silly sometimes. Yeah, that's what I wrote over and over again in this section. Um, she says that she is not there for drama, and she says she doesn't know what is going on right now. And I'm just like... Again, what does she expect him to say? Oh, you're totally right. You caught me. Now that you've said it, I can't deny it. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a cop, Mitch... you have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, and Mitch says that they have argued more than they have had nights in bed together. 
and he says that she is the only girl that he has wanted to get to know. Apart now, asterisk uh, for Sophie, because there is a new girl there. And Liberty says that she doesn't want to go through the same thing over and over again and that she can feel herself pushing him away and she can feel it falling apart. And then she starts to get emotional. And this is where I wrote, what the fuck are you doing? You look fucking silly. You look so fucking silly, Liberty. Yeah, because when she gets emotional, he like takes her into his arms and And everything's fine now. And he says, I hate drama. A man whose name is Messy Mitch is claiming that he now hates drama. Drama is your career, babes. And Liberty Liberty says that they either need to go full force and not let other people's opinions get in the way or I don't know. And it's like, so she really only wants one thing. She wants to hear him say, okay, let's go all in. And that just, quite frankly, is not going to happen. And that's quite frankly on her. Agreed. She's living on a totally different planet from this man at this point. And Mitch asks who said what, uh, who said the whole thing about the clout? And she says she doesn't want to say because she doesn't want to cause drama. And I'm like, then why the fuck did you bring it up? Liberty? Why did you bring it up? And she says, promise me you won't do anything if I tell you. And he says he won't promise. And he guesses Anton. And Liberty does say no at first. And then afterwards, she's like, "Mm, okay, maybe it was Anton. Mm -hmm. And Mitch says that he does like her, but something needs to change. And then he walks away. And he says that they'll chat later. And he can't be arsed. If somebody fucking walked away from me like that, how on earth could you still be sitting there being like, there's really something here? Like, Mm -hmm. God. And Mitch grabs Anton to chat. Uh, well, Anton's in the kitchen, and Mitch goes over there to chat to him, rather. And he says, you know, you're talking behind my back to Lib, and that's not bro code. And Anton, right away, is like, there is no bro code. There is only right and wrong. And that shit hit me. That shit hit me like a brick wall. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be this guy, but I said almost exactly the same thing last episode, and you ignored it, so... This isn't about you. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, not based of him. What? Oh, it's not? That sounds... Not not based of Anton. That's not based? That seems, That sounds like it would be. I guess I don't understand at all. Base is, like, not a good thing to be in, in actual oh. reality. But you called me based before, and it sounded good when you said it was not. <laughs> no, you just said something like, you sided with a man, so I said based. <laughs> oh, I did? <laughs> yeah, I think that's why. I didn't even think that's what I was doing. <laughs> uh, Mitch is just like, he stands there like flabbergasted. He's like, what do you mean there is no bro code? And he's, he's like, like haha, I broke you. Uh, your one stupid <laughs> thing doesn't work on me. <laughs> Uh, he's like, you gave your opinion and it made me look like an idiot, which is so, God, he's so, Anton is just like, that's my opinion of you. And Mitch calls him a dick. And Anton says, you know, if someone comes to me and asks my opinion, I'm not going to drop my beliefs and my morals. I'm going to be honest. And you, sir, standing in front of me will not tell me it 
is not bro code to do that. I love uh, this, dude. It's so, so good. He's like, I do not like you. I do like Lim. Why would I make you look good just because we share chaches? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> they don't share chaches. <laughs> we all share chaches. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? All of our chaches are one root uh, to a universal life tree. Based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now you're getting it. <laughs> now you're getting it. I was going to say based no matter how you ended that. So if it worked out, it worked out. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Mitch calls him a dick again. And Anton is like, okay, so you're not going to be looking in on <clears throat> yourself at all. Your own actions? No. Okay. And Mitch tells him to stay out of his business. And Anton says, if your girl comes to me asking advice, I will give it to her. You have been with her for seven days. You've made her cry twice. Look at your own actions. And then he hits him with a, be a man, not a boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a girl follower. What can we say? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, and then Mitch has the nerve to call Anton a child. But I'm like, listen, my boy slaughtered. Okay. You have not won this one, Mitch. Not yeah, even nice. a little bit. That's so funny that that's everyone's just like, oh, I don't have an argument. Childish. 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 You childish. <laughs> Mitch can't even join Destiny's Childish for like so many reasons. He is not, he is not worthy of even that. Mm-mm. And then it's bedtime. Tom and Sophie are sleeping in the hallway. They say goodnight to everybody. We uh, see Arabella tell Molly, I think it was Molly, that she actually does really like Chris. And we see no cheeky cuddles tonight. It is, it is cold in that bedroom. And in the morning, our debriefs begin. Mitch says he did not appreciate Anton sticking his two pence in because Mitch is 27 years old and he does not need that. Uh, uh, I think you do need that is the problem. And it's also yeah, like it doesn't matter what you want because the whole thing is just like he's ruining this for me. It's not like he completely neglects the fact that Anton said that your partner asked for his opinion. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if, even if you, not that this would have have ever happened, but like, even if you, you wouldn't be like, well, actually, never mind. You would. (laughs) But what? I was like, if Josh asked me, uh, his opinion, my opinion on you, like when you were still dating and I was like, oh, I don't know. You would be like, "Eh, fuck that guy. But no, I wouldn't. You do now. Well, I guess you you literally know me now. So, yeah, if you said that now, I would be like, what the fuck, Brendan? But there were times, when, especially because of the way Josh and I met, there were many times where he would, like, uh, where he would, like, kind of tell people about me and people would be a little bit like, I don't know if that's a good idea because we were working together. And I was never, ever, like, fuck that guy for having that opinion. Right. I think I probably – no, I don't know because I don't know if we were – I don't know – the the start of our conversations about you it might have been like after the fact that you guys were like dating dating i don't even I don't know when we started dating dating we made up a date right but um yeah i would definitely not do that but if you knew as you know me now if josh was to be like tell me your opinion of sarah and you're like yeah i don't really trust her intentions i would yeah now i would be like fuck <laughs> fuck you brendan what the fuck yeah, no, yeah, no, that's fair. Dude, you didn't know me. How on earth could I 
get upset with you for saying something. I don't know. I just meant like that, like whatever I stick my nose in where it's not wanted. When I agree with you, you're like, see, Brendan agrees with me. But when I agree with Josh, you're like, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based. <laughs> right? No, not based. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris says that Anton is just looking out for everyone's best interest. And Mitch is like, not mine. And Chris just like shrugs like, yeah, no, turns out nobody likes you actually, buddy. Um, I know his, his point was like, I guess I technically can't argue with that. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, oh shit, you're a person, not just a slippery, slimy little monster. I forgot you have interests. Right. Callum asks Mitch, uh, what about the whole thing, like, hurt him from last night? And Mitch is like, I just always really wanted to meet Anton. And Callum just fucking laughs at him. <laughs> That's <laughs> so somebody, funny. I don't know if it was Chris or if it was Callum. Somebody was just like, well, you know, they say never meet your heroes. <laughs> That's so funny. God. And we see Anton chatting to some of the other boys about the same drama. He says that Liberty had come to him for a second time crying and he really truly does not think Mitch is genuine and he just sticks by that. He says that he should stop worrying so much about what he thinks and worry about how the person in his couple is feeling. He says, I'm not out to get him. What on earth could I stand to gain from trying to gotcha this fucking kid? Like what Mm -hmm. on earth would that do for me? Literally nothing. Although you gotching him last night actually did get you like a ton of people on your side, but yeah, I'm on your that. Yeah. Did you see my reel? Uh, of of your your fan edit of uh, <laughs> Anton? Yes, I saw your reel. Yeah, I was talking to uh, my friend Corwin while I was at work doing it, and I sent him a screenshot, and I was like, "Oh my god, I really hope no one asks me what I accomplished at work today." <laughs> <laughs> um. So next we see Liberty in the dressing room. She says that she wants to forget Mitch. I wrote, I don't believe her, uh, which was fair of me, based of me even. And (laughs) she says that she does not understand where she, uh, where he is coming from. And she just says that she wants to take a step back and just be friends and see if something can happen from there. So it sounds like you still want something to happen, which is the saddest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Exactly. So you don't want to forget about him. You want to start over because and she says this, I think, in the most recent episode where she was like, we just had something so good at the beginning. Where? When? When? What are you talking about? What are you referencing? I am. Bitch queer. Bitch queer. (laughs) Dom says the best vibe on the date was with Molly and that he really liked her chilled vibe. But it seems that uh, she has a lot about her. And he says that Georgia, he doesn't want to go for her because he already knows her and he already knows that they get on. So kind of talking through his options. And then our debriefs are over. And we see Arabella chatting with Callum and Tyler. And she says that she can't fault Chris for being honest. Uh, But she did. She does say that she felt like they were a little bit deeper than apparently they were. And she says that she can't switch her feelings too much and that her and Josh also get on well. So she's going to explore that. Uh, We see Chris and Sophie going for a chat next and they are holding hands and they hold hands walking literally right in front of Arabella. And yeah, they're doing 
to be fair and balanced, I still think it was the wrong move. I still think it was the wrong move. Okay, I see your eyes. I still think it's the wrong move. But it was like, uh, let's do like this. Ah, look at it. We're skipping and holding hands type of deal. But then they do, after that was done, they, they were just skipping. holding hands. I think they started like swinging. It, it was like a, a joke. But then the joke stopped and they were just holding hands. Yeah, it's it's very insensitive and rude for Chris to be like to put like the kibosh on being affectionate with Arabella mm-hmm. because he is interested in Sophie. Right. And he doesn't <laughs> want Sophie to see that and feel awkward, but he doesn't feel the same about how Arabella would possibly feel about him being affectionate or physical with Sophie. He does not care. And you can't convince me that he cares or else he just wouldn't have done that because I know it's holding hands. It's not a serious thing, but he also didn't have to do it literally right in front of her. It just, he didn't think about her feelings because he doesn't care about them. That is how I see it. And even later when this whole thing blows up, he was like, I was trying to do it out of your eye line. And I was like, bro, you failed. Yeah. Quite frankly, you just failed. That's all right. We'll get him next time. (laughs) <laughs> what's that from call of duty which is in fact based based yep is it because there are bases in it you don't get it <laughs> <laughs> the disappointment on your face just now <laughs> i just thought you were doing uh, like a play on that like what the game is they have bases in that no yeah, I know that yeah, that's not the meaning. I know that that's not the meaning of based. I just thought you were doing like a bit. I didn't know the game is actually based because you are right. I don't turn as it turns out. I don't get it. But uh, if I say it enough, I bet I'll be right once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Broken a, a broken chotch is right to twice a day. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Chris tells Sophie that he had a chat with Arabella and that he laid down the guidelines for both of them on like, you know, getting to know each other. And I broke them immediately. (laughs) Right. Chris says that him and Arabella were in a more settled couple and they were kissing a lot before, you know, Sophie came in. And I just think it's, you know, interesting that he says they were. And you make note of the fact that you guys were more settled in your couple. That's all. You don't have to put a pin in that. That's just my own thing. And then Arabella asks Josh if he thinks they gravitate towards each other. And he says yes. She says that she thinks that they are the two most sexual people in there. And Josh agrees. Yeah, I freaking love sex. It's basically what they both did. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to keep saying, but that's based. <laughs> I'll stop. Is it though? Um, it's based for him to say it, but not for her. Okay, all right. I promise I'm done now. But you said that, and I was like, that strikes. That strikes me as based. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stricken based. <laughs> Okay, anyway, next we see Tyler tell Hannah that he feels very comfortable around her, and she says that she feels the same. She says that she is such a slow burner. She knows it's annoying, and she needs to kind of get out of her shell more. Tyler says he really, um, like, loves physical touch, and he noticed that, you know, she isn't necessarily that way. 
Hannah says she is. It just takes her some time to get there. And she doesn't want to just jump in because she has, you know, she's given her all. She's gone 100% on people before. And she's just gotten fucked over. And then we see Tom and Georgia Steele chat. They talk about how nice the date was, how it felt like no time had passed at all. And Tom asks how she feels about him now. And she says that she feels the same. And Tom asks about her situation. She says that she is still open, but that things are going really good with Callum. And uh, she asks Tom the same. And he says it is between her and Molly. And then. And then. It's nighttime. (gasps) And we we see uh, uh, the boys are getting ready for the night. And Chris gets pissed off because Callum brings up that Arabella questioned if Chris was disingenuous after going from so hot with her to so cold when Sophie came in. Um, and I feel like that's like a valid thought to have, especially on love Island. So for him to like get so upset about it is a little bit silly to me. Is she not allowed to have doubts in her head? Like you guys have both been on this show before and you guys have both seen how easy it is for people to not be genuine with like their motives. So like, how is she yeah. not allowed to question? Okay. Here I am of two minds here and this, I'm just going to say my piece and then feel free to rebut. We'll do. I think what he's focusing on is the fact that it's hard for him to open up about his feelings. And he thinks he did that on the date, right? He thinks he's like, I was very vulnerable I was very open with her and that's really hard for me to do. So for her to be like, now I'm disingenuine, like kind of ignoring the fact that he just like turned it off with her. Like that's not, he's not even thinking about that. Like the fact that he like turned it off with her and it's like tunnel visioning on, on Sophie. Now he's like the fact that I, I said things that I don't say to people and now I'm disingenuine is like fucked up to me because that's like his, I don't know, trauma response or whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to use some bullshit words like that. But, like, you know, like, I know, it's not very based of me. But, uh, so, like, in his mind, he's like, I said things I'd never say to anybody, and now she's calling me disingenuine. What, does she think I'm faking about those feelings? Well, I was all vulnerable with her, and she doesn't believe me, so I'm never going to be vulnerable with her ever again. Like, that's like, I'm shutting this off, done. I have no interest in, in being vulnerable with her ever again. I, I or, oh. or this is a very convenient excuse to cut off him lying. And because he's pretending to be more interested in her than he was. And now that there's someone else here that he actually is interested in being called disingenuine is like that easy ripcord of me and like, Oh, that's the thing that I could be upset about. Right. Um, so I totally agree with the first part in terms of like, and I do maybe even think it's a little bit of both of those things. And I agree. Like, I understand like what, like what his point of view is. And I do agree. It's like that whole, like I was vulnerable with her and everything, but I guess my thing is that, you can do that. And he did that. I do genuinely think he was being vulnerable and being open, but it doesn't like, it doesn't mean that now she can't ever question you. Like 
you can't just be vulnerable and open with somebody and then be like, well, I did that. So now how could they possibly ever question me? Like that's bullshit. I know. And logically that totally makes sense, but it's not a logical reaction. You know what I mean? It's a very emotional reaction. No, I agree. And I know it is. I know his reaction is based in emotion. Um, I just think it's, I just think it's bullshit. I think it's not fair of him to be like, well, I was vulnerable and open so, like, she's just simply not allowed to question me. It's it's just, again, it's just horseshit. Because people can't no, 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 I know. that. I know. And I'm not defending it, obviously. I know I you're not. Is... I, un- I understand that you're not. But I don't think, like, he's thinking of, like, she's not allowed to question me ever. I just think he's, like, I told her something I never told anybody. And so now when I hear disingenuine, I I wish I never told her any of it. You know, and that's that also is kind of bullshit for him to. And this is in my notes later, but for him to be like, I told you something like I don't open up like that. That's something I've never told anybody. Um, girl, you said it on TV. OK. Don't act like this Whoa. was some fucking crazy, intense moment between us that now you're throwing. You said it on TV. OK, now let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Um. Reacting with emotion, based or not based? Do you want to ask me that? Yeah, I do. I think it's. I think it's not based because it's a, a man. Because this is a man thing. Now acknowledging that when you open up with emotion and girls only use that to their advantage, as to further prove that you should never act with emotion ever and be genuine with a girl. Is that based or not based? I've lost the plot. I'm so sorry. It's not based. No, it's based. It's the problem. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, it got too far away from what was happening. Yeah, that's fair. I got confused. I, I kind of lost the plot halfway through the sentence. <laughs> Anyways, next we see uh, Georgia Harrison chat to Kaz. She asks her advice about the Anton situation. She says she doesn't know if there is anything there. Kaz says if there's no spark, you need to have that conversation. It will be a weight off of you. You'll feel so much better. Georgia says that she does not want to close it off. She likes being in his company. She likes flirting with him sometimes, but that sometimes he just gets too intense. And Kaz reminds her that it's so much better that she says it to him now than he finds out from somebody else. So she goes and talks to Anton next. She has a hard time, like, trying to, like, get started and, like, say what she needs to say. And Anton is just like, you know, he tells her that he gets the vibe that, she doesn't feel like it's going in the right direction. She agrees and says that the situation confuses her because sometimes, you know, she finds him really attractive and she like finds herself attracted to him. And sometimes he just comes on strong and it feels like not natural. She says she doesn't know if she has the spark, but that she doesn't want to stop spending time with him. He says, you know, it's fine. We can be friends. We were friends before. That's fine. And she's like, you know, I don't want to close it off, though. I want to be clear about that. I just want to take a step back. In his talking head, Anton is very confused. He's, he does not really know how things are, like, going too fast. He's like, we've kissed once. I mean, it doesn't seem like things are progressing. But he tells her that they will progress at her speed and take it as it comes. Which is totally fair for him to be confused. Um, You know, and this is, okay. You know those people who, like, cannot read subtext in what you're saying and just take everything what you're saying at face value? Yeah. 
that's Anton. Like, if he was, like, just a little bit subtextual, he would tell that I think she she is not interested in him at all. And I think that's what she's saying. She's saying, like, I should be interested in you because on paper you tick all these boxes, but it's just, like, not vibing. Yeah. And, but she, she's not saying that, so he's like, okay, well, she's still interested in me. There must be some other reason. But... I think it's just because he's so genuine. He just like he can't. Uh, he doesn't understand that people won't just be like, "Hey, I'm not interested in you." Right. You know. Yeah. What do you think about the fact that he like? Do you think it was a good or a bad thing, or that it even mattered that he, you know, in his talking head, he talks about how he's confused. He doesn't understand how things are moving too fast, but he doesn't bring that up to her. Do you think that matters at all? Um. Because I wondered to yeah, myself. Yeah, I think he like, should have brought it up. Yeah, I was confused about it because, like, part of me was like, I'm glad he didn't say it because, like, I don't think, like, she needs the pressure to explain. Like, he just, like, accepts that it's maybe too much and he says, we'll go at your pace. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe, like, does he, like, he deserves to know, like, what he's maybe doing right or wrong. But I Part of me is also like, I feel like that might turn her off even more if she has to like paint a picture for him. Because again, it is some of that subtext that he's just not capable or willing to read. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I don't think he he's doing anything wrong. I just think he's a weird guy, and it's hard to vibe with that if you're not a weird person. Right. Yeah. I get wrong is the wrong is the wrong word. I don't actually yeah. mean he's like doing necessar- necessarily anything wrong either. And that's the problem. <laughs> like. They just don't vibe. It's all vibe-based. And she's just unwilling to admit that. Mm, (laughs) No. You said it! (laughs) Okay. All right. You got me. You got me there. But um, she's just unwilling for whatever reason to admit that to him or maybe even him herself. Yeah. So it's – and he's just, like I said, incapable of, like – well, she says she's still into me, so that's what it is, you know. Yeah. Poor honey, God. I know. <sighs> Anyways, next we see Arabella grab Chris to chat, and Arabella says she chose Chris initially because she felt like they could be something on the outside, and she says she does have feelings for him, um, but she is kind of hurt at the moment. And Chris is like, oh, yeah, I heard you were upset after I held her hand. And Arabella brings up that Chris told her last night he was going to be respectful and not do anything in front of her. He apologizes. He says he didn't want to hurt her feelings. But he honestly has, like, a very shitty attitude in this chat. Mm -hmm. And she's getting upset. He's, like, sitting there drinking his champagne with his pinky out. And he's like, "Mm, yeah, I didn't call you disingenuous, though, which he is obviously very, very stuck on. And tells her that the situation is not working for you. He's like, he gets like so shitty with her because she's yeah, like, for sure. and she's just upset. Like, and it's not that he's not allowed to be upset as well, but he's being shitty. He's not being upset. Yeah. He's being shitty. Um, And he's like, so prove to me how I'm disingenuous. And he's just acting like a fucking dickhead, to be honest. And she reminds him that they have both been vulnerable and to not be patronizing to her, um, which he is being, to be fair. And he's like, don't raise your voice. She is literally not raising her voice. 
in the slightest, if you ask me. Would you know how I feel about that? <laughs> that whole how situation. I, how you feel about what? Just being like, pick that, pick that, pick that. Oh, and then having yeah. a little bit of a reaction and then being like, chill out. Which reminds me, how is your vacation going with your family? <laughs> Honestly, so good. I'm so jealous. Uh, uh he starts going off about, like, I told you why I'm like this. You know how many people I've told that? Like, and again, I grow, if you're going to stand on that point, then remember that you are, in fact, on TV. And it seems to me disingenuous to now throw that in her face and be like, you. she broke some trust of yours. I just think that mm-hmm. seems shitty to me. Yeah, for sure. And she says, obviously, you know, I asked you about that kind of thing to get to know you because I wanted to. So to go from that, which is apparently a big deal to him, right, to reveal that, that's a mm-hmm. big deal, to nothing. Like, how can she not question things? Like, I just, I don't know. It's yeah. just. And then he's just like, he does this whole thing where he, like, holds his hands up and he's like, oh, so now the problem is that I'm too open and too transparent. And it's like. That is not what anybody is saying here. You sound like a fucking dickhead. Uh, She ends up walking away. It doesn't end well. They both pretty much say that neither of them want to get to know each other any further after that. We see the girls sit down. Arabella explains what happened in the chat with Chris. uh, While Chris tells the boys as well. Arabella starts to get emotional. She says that she never expected Chris to act like this to her. And then we see Sophie and Chris sit down to chat about this argument that he has just had, which, by the way, he refuses to call an argument later. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are interrupted by a text. Everyone heads to the fire pit and there is a recoupling. Girls are choosing. However, Sophie and Tom have been coupled by the public. So we are going to find out those results first. Um, Tom is coupled with Molly and Sophie is coupled with Josh. If you had been voting, who would you have chosen for them? I would have gone chaos route. I think. What would that have been? I think you could have only um, voted for one of the girl, one of the people they dated. Oh, really? Oh, then I don't care. I think I'm, I'm actually not positive, but if it was one of the daters, who would you have chosen? Uh, probably for Georgia Tom as first. Yeah, Georgia I would have done her too. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it did seem like the best date, and also I think it would cause the most drama. Yeah, and then Plus, for for her, probably Chris, mm-hmm. just because it would have caused the most drama. I think I still would have chosen Josh for Sophie. I thought their date was the best, and Tom. I also would have chosen Georgia S because, um, I do kind of think that. Georgia S is like a little bit starry eyed by him. Mm-hmm. Although I do think Callum is a little bit starry eyed by her, but I do agree. It would also make probably the best drama. And that brings us into episode 12, where we pick up with our recoupling. Um, Tyler goes first. He chooses Hannah. Callum chooses Georgia S. Cass. Uh, or Chris, rather, in an awkward showing, chooses Kaz, who mm-hmm. immediately upon sitting over with him tells him that it was rude and embarrassing for Arabella, <coughs> which 
at first I was like, I don't know if I agree with that. Cause like, why would they, why would Arabella want to be picked by him after this? But I think right. Kaz says later, like what she means by that, like what part of it had seemed rude. Uh, Toby picks Arabella. Anton picks Georgia H and Mitch is stuck with Liberty again. And he can't with even, the most awkward speech ever. He can't even fake enough random bullshit to get through the speech. And Josh is just laughing the whole time at everything Mitch is saying because it is so inauthentic and ridiculous. Let's mm-hmm. be clear. Um, and that has to, I want, I wrote like that has to feel shitty for Liberty, but she doesn't even seem to realize it because as soon as she's picked by him, she like doesn't care. She drowns the rest of it out. After it's the recoupling, man. it's all so embarrassing. After the recoupling, Chris apologizes to Kaz. He says that she deserves a speech that was about her and that Arabella just crossed a boundary with him. And he's like, you know, I figured you and I were friends, so it was okay. And Kaz is like, you know, when I, when I said what I said about it seeming rude and, and everything, it, it was because of the way you were making your speech. You were huffing and puffing. You were making digs. Like, it was that, that would have been embarrassing for her. And um, Chris tries to explain his point of view with Arabella. Kaz says she understands. But then in her talking head right after, she's like, I actually don't understand at all what's going <laughs> on with the two of them. <laughs> And we see Arabella chat with Molly and Hannah, and she says that she is happy that Toby picked her and that they do have something from before on the outside and that it will be nice going to bed with a familiar face. We see Mitch call Josh a dickhead for laughing at him around the fire pit in his speech. And this is another part where I was like, I feel like I like Josh because he takes Mitch so unseriously, which is Mm -hmm. how you need – it's how you need to take him. That's this is what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. Where like all the boys are like, "Dude, shut the fuck up! You're not gonna start. <laughs> you're not gonna start beef with us because we know you're fucking lying here. You know what I mean? Like we know you're not you're not genuine. So like complain all you want, but you couldn't even fucking pretend to care. And that's on yeah. you. You know, it's almost kind of similar to the thing in Australia where Zach and Trent were very upfront about how they knew that Reed was playing a game. The difference Mm -hmm. here is that they still decided that, like, the boys club meant more than, like, being decent people. Well, because they're also playing games. Right. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Uh but in, you know, in games, luckily, they are still willing to, like, be open about the fact that, like, hey, we know that you're fucking around. Like, we don't trust you. Uh, mm-hmm. But they don't feel that pressure to be like, but boys, so you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um. So Josh is like, you literally were just saying you wanted to, like, lock it off with her. You were saying that looking at her is like looking in a mirror. He's like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> and Mitch is still not laughing, and he does not appreciate it, which is great for me. Love Sorry, it. man. Like, you made your fucking bed, Messy. Uh, messy? <laughs> Using his government name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see Cass tell some of the girls that she was kind of shocked when Tyler picked Hannah because she thought that they were naturally coming together. You can take the pin out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy and to me, th- but... 
throw it into traffic. Yeah. Throw if it somebody in my runs face. over it, that's their problem. Um, Arabella tells Toby that she needs a little cuddle tonight, and Toby asks if they're in a friendship couple, and she says no. And he's like, good, because I've never been in a friendship couple. Okay. Good, because I can't be friends with women. Uh, that's what he's saying. <laughs> Which, by the way, based. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, right. I wouldn't have thought that was based. Okay. Um, I know I don't. I know. <laughs> Molly and Tom chat, and Molly says that she is very ready to be out of the bed with Callum. She's like, I've been in that bed with my ex for the past 10 days. And she makes sure to let Tom know how she likes her coffee in the morning. And then it's bedtime. While getting ready for bed, we see Chris tell Sophie that he is not going to stop grafting for her. And Georgia asks, gives Tom a very long hug. Uh, Georgia tells Hannah that she thinks Tom would have chosen her if he could have. If he had had the option himself. And then Sophie and Josh are sleeping out in the living room. Just not enough beds for everybody, even though everyone is now fully coupled. In the morning, uh, in the debriefs, Tom says that it is full speed ahead for Molly. And Molly tells the girls, likewise, that Tom is very nice so far and she is excited to get to know him. Josh says that he had a good first night with Sophie. They had a little cuddle, but he knows that Chris is going to be hot on his heels. Georgia Harrison says that Anton has said some really lovely things about her, especially in the speech. She said that it makes her appreciate herself, which I thought that is very, that's so nice. And Anton is just confused. He's like, I don't understand how things were moving too fast. We've only kissed once. Uh, and then he gets on Tyler's case. It's so funny. Cause he's like, Tyler, you stole my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Tyler says it's surprising how comfortable he is with Hannah right away, <coughs> but he says he really like kind of misses like somebody who has that like flirty edge. Like Hannah just isn't, she isn't like that. And Georgia Steele says that she does not have that, like that oomph or those butterflies with Callum that she has had with both Tom and Toby in the past. Yeah. Um, which is funny because she acts like she did. Yeah, I know. Well, she said that she got sparks from him, and I know sparks aren't the same as butterflies, but also they kind of seem like they're the same thing. Do you think they're the same thing? Sparks and butterflies? Um, I feel like you shouldn't have sparks and butterflies in the same place because the butterflies probably will die. Uh, if we weren't if we weren't talking about literal butterflies, but maybe like the feeling. Try, well, if we weren't talking, if we weren't talking about literal butterflies, I wouldn't be interested in the question. <laughs> okay, I'll I love <laughs> I love butterflies. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> noted. Um. <laughs> Uh, debriefs are over. So next we see Molly and Toby <laughs> chat about the recoupling. <laughs> and Molly says she doesn't know who Tom would have chosen if he fully had the choice on his own. And she says that it seems like Arabella seems excited to be in a couple. She says that she has seen the two of them on the outside and they seem very drawn to each other. 
And Toby says that if it was going to be something on the outside, it would have been, which is his favorite catchphrase for all stars, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, And both Molly and Toby say that they are still open, you know, specifically to each other. We see Georgia asks chat with Tom and she asks Tom who he would have picked. Um, He says it was between her and Molly but if he didn't couple up with Molly, you know, he wouldn't have gotten a chance to get to know her, whereas he kind of already knows Georgia. Georgia says that she is still open to him and that she fancies him. And he says that he fancies her as well. She tells him he looks good. He looks fit. She says that Callum seems a bit further on than her. And she says, you know, if we're going to chat, you need to be the one to kind of initiate it and be pulling me because there's this awkwardness now, especially because Molly is involved now with you as well. I kind of like I'm partnered with her ex. I can't now go and start pulling the new guy that she's coupled with as well, which I think is fair. Tom Mm -hmm. needs to make the moves if he wants them to chat. Yeah, she says he will do. And we see Mitch chat with Liberty. Liberty says that she has figured out that Mitch is an emotional person and he's not good with his words. Because she was like, you know, I was trying to figure out what was going on with that speech. And I've just decided that you're just an emotional person. And Mitch says he had a hard time with his speech because he does not know how he feels about her. He says he doesn't know if things are fully salvageable between them. He says there are other girls who won't even talk to me because of how set it seems like you are. And then blind as a bat liberty is like, oh, would you want to talk to them? Are you for real, Lib? What liberty, do you mean? Go, liberty, I think you're getting some sun poisoning, sweetie. I think you should probably go home. <sighs> as much says, as I love you. Love her so much, but, like, this is not good for our relationship with her. Hey, Liberty, come to Aruba. Yeah. I got a king-size bed, you know? (laughs) Uh, Liberty says that she would rather let him go so that they can be friends. And she says she needs somebody who is sure about her. And he just shrugs, and he's like, yeah, I'm not. Like, very, very, very point blank. Mm Mm-hmm. But at this point, like, he has to do it. Oh, I agree. I'm not, like, I am not knocking Mitch for being, like, straightforward with her. She is not. It's not even that she. It's not like with with Anton where, you know, we're like, you know, can he read some of the subtext, read between the lines in these situations? She is, if you ask me, she is deciding not to. She's capable of it. And she is deciding not to. Mm Mm-hmm. And we see Liberty go uh, to chat with Kaz after this. She whispers to her about what happened between her and Mitch. She's too embarrassed to have, like, everyone know about it right now. And she just makes me sad because this is where she's insisting that there was something good between her and Mitch at one point. And I was like, when? Like, we certainly never saw that. So, like, tell Mm -hmm. me about that. (laughs) What was that? God, if only we watched uh, Unseen Bits, maybe we would have truly seen it. (laughs) Eh, probably fine. (laughs) we see chris chat with sophie he asks her her favorite farm animal god cringe yeah he tells her some facts he says you can hypnotize a chicken which i will say was an interesting fact for me i wonder if that's true he asks about her love language he guesses 
uh, physical touch because she is very like touchy, I guess. And she says she is not big on words of affirmation. She doesn't like cringy shit, which I feel like, Chris, are you reading between the lines here? <laughs> Fucking cringe master. And then we see Sophie go from this chat to go chat with Josh, where they are like cuddled up on the day bed. And I'm like, this looks better to me. But she says she isn't sure yet which way she's leaning. But it looks like one of these makes more sense than the other, if you ask me. Yeah, I definitely agree. And Callum chats with Georgia Steele. Georgia tells Callum that Tom was between her and Molly. She explains a little bit of her history with Tom. She says that she will chat to him, but it's a bit awkward with the Molly situation. She says that she is happy to be coupled with Callum. She, in her talking head, compares Callum to, like, a cup of tea, whereas Tom is more of, like, a coffee where she's, like, you know, you get that hit of caffeine. You know, it does something to you a little bit, um, which sounds to me like the preference is for coffee. Like, you could make one, you could make wonderful arguments for both of them, but she makes the <clears throat> argument that is, like, coffee is more exciting. I want coffee. But she tells Callum that she wouldn't want to be in bed with anybody else. I wouldn't want to be in bed with coffee. You keep you up sleep. at night. <laughs> he did this for a living, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's nighttime. Arabella chats with Chris at the fire pit. She says that yesterday it felt very emotional. She says she does not want any hard feelings. She's like, you know, I think we both had valid reasons in the argument with where we were coming from. Chris says he's got no fucking emotion. He's completely turned off. He's just like, it's fine. He just seems like a bitch to me. And Arabella is like, you know, you seem standoffish. And he's like, no, I'm not standoffish. And this, you know what this reminded me of? What's that? This reminded me of the last episode of Frenemies all over again with the gaslighting. Mm. <laughs> of the, oh, I'm no. fine. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm totally fine being 100% not fine. Like, Chris, don't pretend that you're not standoffish. Everyone has seen you in your, like, natural habitat and how you act. Don't fucking pretend like you're not. not talking about, like, pancakes versus waffles right now. You're clearly being standoffish. Uh, God, it was just, like, annoying to watch. And Chris is like, I don't argue, babe. So I don't know. Like, don't call it an argument. I wasn't arguing. And she's like, okay, fine. A discussion. He just talks about it like everything is kind of like below him, especially her now. Mm -hmm. Um, After they get up to go walk away, he does end up apologizing, which is like the very, very, very least he could do after just his shitty attitude in this conversation. Like, even if he feels like he was justified, which I mean, she gave him the grace to be like, I think we both came with valid reasons. And like, it, it wasn't even an apologies thing. She just wanted them to be cool, like on a good level with each other because it's obvious it's been tense between them. But just mm-hmm. after this shitty conversation, the least he could do is apologize. So I guess he does that. The very least. So annoying. What did you think of this argument? Which I'm calling an argument. Yeah, it's just like so clear that he completely shut off his emotions. And like even arguing about whether or not it was an argument is just like so annoying. So just, stupid. Just apologize and move on. If that's the way you're going to be, just apologize and move on. You don't have to prove anything else. Yeah, which I think is maybe what he thought he was doing, but it just comes off as, like, again, just shitty. Mm -hmm. Shitty little bitch. Anyways, now they're playing a fire pit game. It is, like, a truth or dare, suck and blow type of thing. So 
Uh, we'll go through the dares and the truths here. Josh dares Tyler to snog Kaz for, I think it was 20 seconds, I think. Some amount of seconds. I think it was Definitely. 40. Whoa, 40. Everyone started yeah. counting. I was like, they're not going to commit if it's that long. <laughs> um, Anton dares Josh to sexy dance on Sophie, but he mostly just um, hops around Doesn't and do that. boxers. Have you seen that one? Uh, it reminded me. Oh God, I keep bringing this up, and Josh keeps telling me I keep bringing this up recently. There's this one riff tracks of, uh, I think it was called Robo Vampire, maybe. And it like depicts what. Uh, so the undead, I think it's not just vampires, but it is vampires in this movie. Uh, in like Chinese culture, they like hop. And so he okay. reminded me of like the Chinese vampires from that movie because he was just like hopping around in his boxers, in... but it looks so silly. Yeah, he did definitely look very silly. He was Have not sexy him? dancing. He was just dancing like a goober naked. Have you seen Chinese vampires? No, I have. I've never seen a Chinese vampire. No, I've never not. seen an American vampire. <laughs> in I mean, in media, you have. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not interested in media. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. I'm only interested in real butterflies and real vampires. Okay. All right. What if they're one and the same? Fuck. Based? That's based. <laughs> Inside uh, you are two things. One is a butterfly. <laughs> one is a vampire. <laughs> Uh, Tyler dares Georgia H to kiss the two guys she is attracted to besides Anton. And she kisses Chris and Mitch, but she makes a point to say, uh, I think towards Mitch that it's just not attraction. It is not something that she would pursue. (laughs) Yeah, you got, you got to put that out there with him. He deserves that. He deserves that. Josh dares Anton to kiss who he thinks is the most disloyal. And he kisses Arabella, which is so rude. What has she done? I don't know. It called her disingenuous. Was, Chris was the one who left their coupling for another person, not her. Uh, and I don't even think that's disloyal. But, like, you could make more of an argument that that's disloyal than what she hasn't done. But then, of course, he goes, um, it's just a game. Oh, my God. I know. He's such a little bitch. God. Uh... Sophie gets asked that if she had the choice to couple herself, who she would have chosen. And she says, Josh, and they have a good connection at the moment. I'm like, good. I think Chris needs to hear that. Mm -hmm. I want him to have left Arabella in the dust and still not get what he left her for. Yeah, that's the best. That's, That's what I would like to happen. (laughs) <laughs> and Liberty is dared to kiss the two boys she fancies apart from Mitch. She chooses Chris and Toby. She jumps on Toby. That's embarrassing a little bit. Ooh, ca- oh, you think it's embarrassing? It was surprising. To want to kiss Toby? Yeah, that's embarrassing. I don't know. Just a kiss, I feel like it doesn't matter that much. If she was yep. actually like, I do fancy him, that would be embarrassing. But it would also be True. like, apparently par for the course for Liv. It like seems like maybe that's exactly what makes sense for her to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Tyler is dared to strip tease down to his boxers for his partner. 
And Josh is dared to give his reason for his favorite Islander and his least fave. He says his favorite is Hannah. She is his OG. And he says his least favorite is Messy Mitch. He says he is not good with his words. He tells some lies. And he tried to push his wrongs off on Josh just for laughing at him at the fire pit. Oh, shit. That's perfect. <laughs> That's base. I'm going to stop. I'm sorry I keep saying it. It's. Um, I know I'm not getting it, but I, I'll move on. Uh, Chris has dared to kiss the Islander uh, who is playing the biggest game, and he kisses Arabella. Idiot. A little prick. So fucking stupid. Georgia is dared to have a three-way kiss with her top three, or with her top two, rather, besides Callum, and she chooses Tom and Toby. (coughs) And Toby is trying to duck that tongue, I'll tell you what. He is trying to... so silly. Yeah. He doesn't, though. Tom is like, come here. He had one of those, I think, with Casey at one point, and they were going Mm -hmm. for each other's tongues. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have expected Tom to, like, push her away by her forehead. Just got to mac on Toby for a second. (laughs) I really thought Casey would come in with Tom. Part of me still thinks Casey may. I still think he may come in, though. We haven't had anybody from Series 2 or... Well, there was another season that I thought we were missing. No, there's tons of seven. Oh, eight. Nobody from eight. So I wonder mm-hmm. if two and eight will come in. I remember seeing a clip of Maya before doing like promotion for the show. And she says there's going to be, you know, somebody from every single season. So I wonder who would come on from eight. Luca. Ugh. Gemma. Gemma. Maybe. Did you no. say Jax? Oh yeah, that's the that's the rumor. But all of the rumors now are like boys. There have to be more girls. So I wonder if there's a girl who would come from season eight. A lot of people were saying Paige, but she's in a relationship now, apparently. Mm. So and so's Coco. Can't even bring Coco. Dang. Good for Coco. I she know. got her justice. Love her. She's getting that bag too. He's a DJ. Ooh, international. Mm-hmm. I would assume so. <laughs> anyway, the last uh, truth or dare, it's a truth, of the game is uh, Callum has to say how many girls he has slept with since Molly. And he was given more of a softball at first, and he's like, no, like, give me, uh, give me a ruthless one. So Anton does. And uh, he says, you know, it's been six months, and he says 16 girls. And that is that is based. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's the end of week two, part two. Let me ask you a question right now. Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, Molly is justified in being upset by that number? Um. I don't know. That's like kind of a complicated question because she's allowed to be upset about it. If you ask me, like, is she allowed to start a fight with him about it? I would say no. But, like, is she justified in being upset? Sure. Okay. Why? What's your opinion? My opinion is no. But you don't think I mean, you're allowed, allowed to be, to be upset? You're allowed to be upset with whatever you want. 
sure that's like a, in a in a holistic sense sure always but like you know what i mean yeah but i mean like i don't know i think that she is it was a four-year relationship she could be hurt by it and i think that that would make sense i'd be like oh it seemed like you were ready to get out of the relationship and just start fucking anybody else besides me yeah which can be hurtful but again i mean i don't think she has an argument like to start a fight uh, i don't know but the, the way this episode a- ended the way this episode ended looked like there was going to start a fight that's why i bring it up yeah maybe i mean i don't i think it's fine to have a discussion about it i like i said i think she's allowed to be like hurt or upset but i don't i don't i guess i don't understand your question i don't think that's fine you don't have oh, to okay because, uh, well, if I'm being honest, it was kind of a based question, so I get a lot We have to get off it. of this. We have to stop. <laughs> yeah, this will not be a through line for the rest of the season. Don't worry. <laughs> That's the end. That's it. Yay. What would you guys think? Hello? <laughs> I can hear you. You can just talk. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. You're okay. Amazing. I see your point. I see your point. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, Instagram.com slash NotFriendshipIslandPod, Patreon.com slash NotFriendshipIslandPod. Rate, <laughs> review, five stars where you listen. Rate, review, five stars where you listen. We love you. We Woo. love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>